Check it out, y'all. Welcome to Wishboning, the unofficial Wishbone podcast. I'm your host, John Murphy. This is a Pupcast mini-episode, um, which we will discuss uh, a movie that we watched based on the last episode, which was Bone of Contention and the Courtship of Miles Standish. With me always is my co-host, Christian Humes. Christian, you're looking Say not Say a little pre- prayer for you, forever and, and ever. ever. I've played this song so many times in this fucking forever movie, forever and, and ever. And ever. And that, uh. How many times did that song play in that movie? Only twice. No, no, they play that song. Okay, quite so a few we times in that we I made Christian watch my one of my favorite movies growing up in the nineties. It was Ace Ventura, and then this movie, My Best Friend's Wedding, with Julia Roberts, Cameron Diaz, mm-hmm. and Dermot mm-hmm. Mulroney. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made you watch this because this is the only significant love triangle movie I could think of. Could have watched Thirteen Going On Thirty. Yeah, but you already watched that, so. Oh, that's so good. Um, and it's not necessarily really a love triangle story either. So. No, because she gets to you know, what road about map there's something over... about Mary? Oh, that but see, there's it's not just a, it's not just one triangle. There's mm, multiple. There's multiple. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is a little bit in this. A little. Yes. So, um, okay. So what? So I guess this, this is the first time you saw this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This movie mm-hmm. is not great. But it is great at the same time. It wasn't bad. We've watched some, like, I feel like with these podcasts at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to watch so many, like, cool things. And then what's happened is I've had to watch things like The Tempest and My Own Private Idaho. <laughs> and it, instead, it's just been, like, special torture instead of, like, little treats, like, That's cause we're getting to the back like trading end of spaces, you know? Like, trading spaces was a great treat. Um, well, that's the, just your preference. I got to watch the movie with the dude that I, I don't know why I'm forgetting the name of uh, at the moment. But this this is up there with the better of the movies. Yeah. So I, I love this movie growing up for some reason. I don't know why. I think my sister really loved this movie. Um, but what's – okay, so what is crazy? How old do you think Julia Roberts is in this movie? Okay, so that is? is one of the many things I was going to bring up. So, so Julie Roberts' in character movie, she's is a food critic. She's supposed to be 20 yes. in this movie. She's a successful food critic. Yeah, as a millennial 30-year-old, <laughs> the idea of what a 28 or almost or even 30-year-old should be like yeah. 20 years ago is very different from what it is like today. Yeah, it's like one of those like classic like spec script um, like rom-coms where they're yeah. like a successful late 20s person. Now, how old do you think the actress really was? I think she was around that she, age. She was thirty. She was only two yeah. years. She's playing two two years her senior. So, but still, like although Cameron she, Diaz is playing five years her senior. Yeah, which she was, was twenty five. Cool. But she's playing a twenty year old. Yes, which is crazy. Yes, very noticeable. Yeah. Also, like who gets married to when you're twenty eight? Who marries someone that can't fucking drink? It's, who marries a twenty year old? Well, yeah. So Delmont Maroon's character is like, not. She can't even go to the fucking bar. Mike O'Neill is not. A great guy in this movie not a great guy uh, that is, is one of the funny things about like a movie that's like almost 25 years old it's like it's very sexist in the sense that like the guy is kind of a piece of shit mm-hmm. but like the girls are like they're head over heels in love with them you know well, julia roberts he's a white guy that's got a good job or he's going to yeah and he's got a weird name but at least the actor's got a weird name but um but Mike is like, yeah, he's got a bad job. Yeah, very forgetful actor to be wooed by Julie Roberts and Cameron he's, Diaz. He's just got a very like tough, kind of like mm. grizzled piece of meat type of like personality to him. But um, someone that would not survive in today's 
media. Yeah, he. I think he's he's not pretty boy enough. No. Um, but he, he has the kind of a distinct thing to him. He's he like, seems like a Republican. He's like a rough John Stamos. He seems like a Republican. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. Don't need to. It's just the vibes I'm getting. <laughs> no, you know who was a pro- Republican in this movie? Uh, Cameron Diaz's father, yeah, well, Walter. Of course, of course she the is. Owner of the White Sox. Of course she is. Duh. No, but he is. Yeah, though. no, but an intern. He gets later. He's part of the. Uh, is he's represented by Michael Cohen? <laughs> he's the third. He was the third person. He's the fourth. He's the fourth. He he also has a secret affair. They paid a hundred. Yeah. And if if you're listening to this dollars. in the future or past or who know, who who knows when you're listening to this episode, but I mean um, you know there's there's a time there's a time in some old episodes where where I say something about like there's no way Donald Trump's gonna ever win the election. <laughs> Boy, were we wrong. Oh, but uh, anyways, um. So, I don't know, what do you think of the thoughts of this movie? I think one thing I really like about this movie, it was, like, kind of my first introduction to, like, a, like, sort of positive gay character. But not, like, he's kind of, like, so George, played by Rupert Everett. But George isn't gay. He is. No, because he's, like, into Julia Roberts at the end. No. Did you totally misread this character? (laughs) He's, like, basically saying at the end of the movie, after she lets Mike go off with whatever camera diaz it's like he basically says like hey like you can have a good time with me you know like it's like will there be courtship maybe will there be sex no it's like but will there be dancing of course like no i think i think that he's actually gonna they're they're gonna bone no they're not at all what i don't know where you're going with this did you see him with another dude yeah, he had the dinner party and was at the uh, he was at the book reading with all the men. But were they fucking, or were they just a were they just a group of men just hanging out together doing work? I think it's a misconception to think that like <laughs> you can't be you, you're only gay if you're like fucking <laughs> actively throughout your life. Yeah, and when you're not having gay Can sex, you be, you're not a gay dude. <laughs> like you're only gay. That's like the Mike Pence like thought process. <laughs> He's only gay. He's only gay one percent of the time. I see. It's, he's only Mike Pence is only gay when he's having sex with if other dudes. If you're celibate, the rest of the time <laughs> he's not. <laughs> that is a terrible worldview about it. But anyways, um, I loved all the cameos in this movie. Did you know all, like the subtle cameos? Are they cameos? What Paul Giamatti? Is that a cameo? Well, it's a it's a cameo looking back now. Right, but it's not a cameo. These are just actors of that. There time. is one cameo. How Her- is it a Harry cameo? Harry Shearer as the, the only... guy reading the book. How is that a cameo? It's like a. It's like a. I guess okay, fine. It's not a cameo in the terms of like the definition of it, like a TV cameo, like. But it's sort of like a. You're not just hiring like a random actor. Yeah, you're hiding like someone like but a little more well known. Like, none of those people were huge either. Harry Shearer is pretty big. Not big enough to turn that job down. And Paul Giamatti, I think, had just emerged onto the scene. Yeah, but not neither of them. Fine, it's like they weren't turning down that meal. It's one of those things where, like, in retrospective, it's like recognizable. Act, like, it's yes. movies filled with recognizable yeah, actors yeah, yeah. that you. Well, I just, I just felt like cameo wasn't the uh, appropriate. You know. Okay. Um, whoever played like that one young kid, like the like the curly haired kid. Oh yeah. Like he looks like a difference, like like a Neil Patrick Harris kind of alt person or you know there's a bunch like the, alt. the the malcolm the middle older brother guy like they all kind of like the like hollywood is filled with those ever happened that guy and they all merge into one neil patrick harris ate them <laughs> to keep up his uh, his uh never mind i won't get there i think i gonna say keep up his uh his allure, uh, appearance of being a gay man according to you i see because <laughs> he needs yeah. to wait neil patrick harris is gay yeah 
You know that? I don't know. He was dating all those women in that show, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, it's almost like he can't play other characters of other. He just really sold me on his straightness. Yeah. Interesting. Though in retro, yeah, you actually believed him. No, I'm just fucking with you, John. I also know that George is not gay. <laughs> I know he's straight. No, I'm kidding. George is very gay. Yeah. Uh, but I'd like to think that like she gets with him anyway. I th- or she just becomes like one of those like women that's. Like, I'm going to focus on my career. I'm maybe going to, like, sleep around with guys. But George is going to be, like, essentially my, like, husband, per se. I see. In some way. Like, he's going to be, like, my best friend. Yeah. And we're maybe going to, like, spend the but, rest like, of our lives together. Does George want that? Because what George wants, like, a husband? I think he will eventually get there. Yeah. And then he's, like. He kind of has to wait until 2013 like, to do like, it. Cat. She's, like. Yeah. He's just, like, waiting this out. He's, like, at some point, she's going to, like, go, right? Like, she's... I think, yeah, no, but I think she will have, like, she's going to live her life. It'll be self-romantic, but George is going to be... I mean, she's only 28, John. She can find a man. I understand that in 1997, to be 28 and not be married is, like, crazy. But she can't keep a relationship. But that's because she's a cunt. Like, she's an awful person. No, but, like, she... She pretends to love this guy and tries to destroy everything he cares about in his life. Yeah, I mean, she does some she's horrible a, things in this she's movie. She's a terrible person. Yeah. This is, in many ways, this is nothing like the poem. Because uh, I this didn't, is even, like I didn't poem. say it was. I just said I I'm couldn't saying, find one. Like, this is like the poem if that psycho had actually, like, gone after. <laughs> no, but see, if, if okay, so in if, you, if we're doing a, a, a one-for-one kind of thing here, it is James, uh, John Alden is is uh julia roberts's character essentially or is it or is 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 she the miles standish character no, she's miles standish okay John she, Alden she's delusional it's yeah it's mike so this is like this is after miles standish shows up and it's like i fucking hate you oh yeah right yeah this is it all takes place basically and he comes to the wedding that. it's like he comes back for the wedding yeah but then he starts fucking around with them but like it was like when he goes like you know, like, a tu brute? Like, when yeah. he says that, yeah. and then he goes and he spends, like, the rest of his time coming up with, like, a plan to destroy them. Instead of, like, being like, well, I'm just going to go back to doing what I was doing. Yeah. Like, she should have showed up for the wedding, been like, oh, but, no, but the like, ending I don't is like similar this, and then got both. The, the resolution is, is the same in the sense that, sure. that Julie Roberts realizes that, like... Except, like, she did fuck with his life, whereas the other guy didn't. But it ended up being okay, yeah. for the most part, other than Mike losing his job. Right. <laughs> Which it was a shitty job to begin with. That's what makes Mike so terrible. Is that like the whole crux of the movie? Also, he doesn't need money. He's buying. He's fucking marrying into White Sox money. Yeah. Like if they are in, ever in trouble, they are. He fine. has such a terrible pride issue with his job because he loves it so much. But apparently, it's so terrible well, for he's like. He's a '90s white guy. Come on. Yeah. What else does he have? But he like, actually, I hate how that becomes like the crux of the movie in the sense that like the drama is spurned from the job. It's like the fallout. The lowest point of the movie is spurned from like the him losing his job and wanting to end the wedding. Right. And it's like if he if he is just going. He what's going to happen? The events of this movie is that he's going to be happier for it because one, he's he's marrying into a lot of money. Yep. And support system. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to travel as much. He can nope. travel when he wants to. Yes, he can. He can. He can, he doesn't have to be a sports writer that has to travel. He can still be a sports writer in Chicago. He can do whatever he wants. So. Yeah, I think everyone can go a... meet a weather forecaster from 13 going on 30 in Chicago, and they can be happy together. Yeah, and then that woman will then travel back in time and then re-like do her whole life and pave over the road well, that was the previous life. Last week's episode, I just I think we should have watched 13 going on 30. 
and I have some. Well, maybe you can. Uh, I just get, think it's a great movie. Maybe you should go use that magic to then redo this timeline. First when, of all, if I had do. the thirteen going on thirty deaths, there's a lot of things that I would change in this timeline that ha- have nothing to do with Wishbone. <laughs> like if if we're gonna be, if there are things that I can, if I could go back thirty years, first of all, I'd have a lot of trouble getting things done because I would be. Uh, You'd be crazy. I'd be seven months old, so I would. It would be very difficult to accomplish. Much of anything. Like, I'd have to wait years. No, but you're going back to 13 in the movie, right? So it's 13 going on 13. Well, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. So 17. Yeah, okay. So I go back 13. You go back 17 years back to when you're 13 years old. 13 years old. 13 years old. Could I stop 9 up? No. You'd be, when's your birthday? November 21st. Yeah, you just missed it. Oh. But then what would you do? How would you stop 9-11? I couldn't at this point. But I'm saying, like, even if you were, like, say you went back to July 2001. Um, and you were able to, would you just call the FBI and say, I, like, no, I'd wait there's 21 for, like, hijackers that yeah, are, like, I, I would, in I would call in, like, you have to call in, like, when they're there at the airport. Like, you need to be like, hey, these people are coming, like, tomorrow. But then, but then they're going to be like, what evidence do you have? And you're like... No, you leave an anonymous tip. You say, like, there's going to be a bombing or whatever at this airport by, like, okay. these types of dudes. Look for these guys. And I really I, want you to justify it, though, being like, you know, listen, I used some magic yeah. du- dust and, and then, I traveled back. And then, then I get all the money I can. Oh, okay. And then like, invest it. And I invest it in Apple. And I inv- well, first I invest it in Google. Yeah. Then I take that money out and I put it in Apple. And then I take all that money out. And when Bitcoin is like 20 cents, I buy like millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin. And then you sell it. Because then right I sell for billions of dollars. Yeah. And then I don't fucking do – I just do whatever I want. I live in Hawaii. You're not, you're not gonna do like the Biff thing and have like the or the the Trump thing and like no have the casino White House no Trump White House and casino no and then I buy Facebook and I stop fake news from happening oh, yeah. then and then, can, I the 2016, then I save the twenty then I save the twenty sixteen election oh I see you have it all lined up I see I've got it you got it anyone listening all right we can cut this uh, <laughs> no I like this but. Um, <laughs> anyways back any more any more thoughts on my best friend's wedding uh, I really like the like. No, the, Movie, movies don't do this now enough. I actually did like the weird just song opening. It had nothing to do with the movie. It was just like the bride and her like bridesmaids. And it's just doing the one song to the credits. And it's like not enough like classic mo- like movies do that nowadays because they're like, we got to get to the action. We have to like, things need to be happening over credits. And it's like a very like classic sort of um, just old timey like way to start a movie, which I, I, which I enjoyed. Yeah, I also I do like that the ending isn't like what you would have guessed. You would have guessed and like you want at the beginning like them to get together. Yeah, like, like they're the ones meant for each other and 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 Kimmy. Because you want that like romantic idea. Yeah, and it, it doesn't happen, and I kind of like that because it's like no, like this isn't a stupid fairy tale. Like that's not gonna. Happen. Yeah, because they're both like they both were very destructive, awful people. Right. That if they end up being together, they would continue to be destructive and awful with mm-hmm, each other. Mm-hmm. And it's like Mike needed Kimmy. And the, you know, the billions behind her to, like, I get really it. make him happy. I get it. And he can be a changed person. Sometimes, like, people can become better people if you just give them a lot of money. You gotta get those bills. And, like, fix all their, like, money problems. <laughs> or just give them a nice support system. And then she becomes better for it because she learns how to let go. Yeah. And how to, you know, truly, like, if she, like, really loved him. Sometimes if you really love somebody, you have to let them be happy with somebody else. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And... You know, that I think that is a valuable lesson in life. Mm-hmm. And someone that you meet in your early 20s and you think that, like, like they're your, the one for you. And even if you have, like, a weird relationship going out, like, they're probably not. 
Probably not. You know, you're both in different parts of your life. It's usually by the time you get to your 30s is when you like kind of re- you know reach that standpoint. So if you got married in your early 20s, you probably fucked. Unless you have a lot of children already and you're just kind of not doing Well, anything. then you're then you're really fucked. Cuz if you yeah. don't, you can get out. You can divorce. Yeah. So it's like But those people are just locked in. Like, so here's the thing, right? Someone was, someone told me this once and they were like they're like, you know, when I got engaged the next day I was just like, fuck. They're like, now I'm stuck. Not like that they wanted to go, but they were like, now like that's it. Like everyone knows. It was like, and then we got married and I realized, oh, like it actually wasn't that serious. But now that I'm actually married, like now we're, this is it. Yeah. He's like, and then we had a kid. He said, and the second that baby was born, it's like, oh no, all of those things that I said before, <laughs> they were totally undoable. But this, this now. is not undoable. Yeah. He was like, and luckily, like, I don't want to leave, but like I could have. And like. Now I really can't. <laughs> they had to wait 18 years. It's like Kanye says, 18 years. Yeah. She's got you for 18 years. Yeah. You, know, you got to pay that money. He's got a lot of wisdom. Yeah. So, uh, Any other thoughts on this wonderful movie? I like the karaoke scene. Great. Oh, yeah. That's like, I love. It's really funny how quickly, like, at first, the audience hates Forever Kimmy. Forever and ever. Sorry. <laughs> but it, like, how much the people hate Kimmy. Also, wait, And I'm then sorry. they love her by the end. What? What what kind of fucking warped reality are we in that she was originally going to be the like the bridesmaid? Yeah, again, it's like, but again, it, her best friend uh, crushed her pelvis dancing. So <laughs> so what? And she hates her sisters from Nashville, so she makes Julia Roberts do it. Bullshit. But again, there's it's like no she, way she has a youthful exuberance, and it's misguided. There's no way that rich dad is not letting his little girls be up there on that stage with her. I don't think he has that type of accent. He's like, a, oh, well, oh, good to see you. Well, then they're oh. not from Nashville. Well, then, yeah, he has the other Nashville people. But he is more just like, oh, yes. Well, I'll bring Jonathan down to do the taxes. Yeah, he has this like, kind of weird, oh, like, non-British. Oh, he's like one of those little, like, taker tape things and, like, the big glasses. And he just yeah. sits there looking at his money all night. Smoking with a, a stock. stogie. Oh, I want to be that guy. Oh, like, uh, so funny. So things in this movie, since it's pre-9-11, speaking of 9-11, um... George, <laughs> George is able to take her all the way up to the gate. You know, they're walking through the gate part of the airport. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. So it's like a, you know, yeah, sort you of can't like, do that shit anymore. No. And then the other thing was, um, this is kind of before this movie is before um, the TSA. That and also before like a lot of like indoor smoking laws take effect. Oh, that so, shit's so weird. Yeah. So like when she's walking in that one restaurant, there's all these people smoking. And it's I'm like, so oh weird. man, that would have been terrible to be in that restaurant. Do you remember that growing yeah. up? I remember being in restaurants, people smoking, like going to the non-smoking section. Yeah. So I think it's weird to see people smoking in movies now, period. Like every now and then I see someone smoking outside. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what, who are you? What yeah. year is this? And there's even a whole like bit about it at the end when she's smoking in the hotel. So and strange. then Paul Giamatti is like, you know, you can't smoke in this section. Yeah. He's like, well, she's like, well, then have someone come and rest me. And he's like, he's like, I like this girl. He, yeah, seemed, he seemed like a weird angel character because he's like Clarence coming down to give her some wisdom. Yeah, but he's secretly a vampire. Because <laughs> he gives her that like evil look before yeah. he goes. But um, because he's angel. Yeah. From the Buffy series. Ooh, yeah. Speaking of Buffy. I, I don't know. But. Oh, you've never seen any Buffy the Vampire That's right. player. Wow. I've seen some clips and I'm just like, mm. but anyways. Um, any other thoughts? I think that's kind of wraps up our... No, I think that's it. Do you know what our next episode's about? Uh, oh, yeah. That... I like to ask John this because he always has to open his phone and look it up. So the... <laughs> He's episode... like, yeah, I do. Just hold on one second. It is the... Uh, the episode title is called Groomed for Greatness. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, it is great episode. Great expectations. I'm excited for this one. So let me. Which um, there are definitely movies of. 
for for us to yeah so uh i'm gonna look up the thing here um the uh the title of the, or i guess yeah groom for greatness the uh show description is helping an artist leads wishbone to identify with pip Charles Dickens' poor orphan character in Great Expectations. So, looks like he's got some, uh, uh, helps out some weird artist character. Uh, Wishbone is chosen to be the model for a dog statue built in Jackson Park, but the famous artist, Wanda's cousin, is a snob. Great Expectations is the book of the day, with Wishbone as Pip. Gotta love Dickens. Gotta love Gotta Dickens. Dickens. Um, anything you want to send off for them? Do you want to send off with a song? Uh, just download and listen to Watch World. That's our new show because we only have like six episodes of Wishbone left. Yeah, we were really running the gambit on this. This is uh, coming to a close. Coming up quickly. Yeah, coming up quick. Um, yeah. So check out Watch World, and then if if you don't watch even if you don't watch Westworld, stay tuned. We might start watching things after that. Yeah, that I have like. an alternate idea which we call the podcast Wishbone Forever, and then we once we get past the movie, John, we go back to episode one and we watch episode one again, and then two again, and then. Th- but I we can, don't even do guests I mean, we can, anymore. We can keep doing that. Yeah, we don't do we guests just call anymore. It wishboning. Um, wishboning, and then we just do underscore forever. Hashtag uh, forever. Yeah, hashtag forever. Wishboning, hashtag forever. And then we just keep, every, like, and then it's just you and me so that we can just like knock it out. Yeah. And then that way we can fill the pupcats in. And then also what we can do is like, we're like, oh, well, I like our breakdown of this episode better. So we just delete the old breakdown. And it's just like a never ending just wishbone loop. I like it. I think we'll we'll do that if <laughs> if we don't already busy enough as it is. Yeah, okay. That's on top fair. of every other show. That's fair. That's, fair. Um, that's fair. Well, thank you everybody, and we will see you next time on Groom for Greatness. The moment I wake up before I put on my makeup. Is this the Folgers? The Folgers song. I say a little, little prayer, prayer for you. We're combing my hair now and wondering what dress to wear now. I'll say a little prayer for you forever and ever. You stay in my heart and I will love you forever and ever. You never will find oh, I hide love you forever, forever. That's how it must be. And we will fly you to every heartbreak for me. Bark, bark, y'all.